Hey, you guys, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. We are continuing to discuss pornography, just like the other tough topics like human trafficking, fentanyl poisoning, mental health. This has many layers just as those other three topics do. There are a there is a plethora of information and there's complication. So if you ever dive into it and start researching, make sure you look around because there's um, contradictory information even with what I'm sharing with you. Last night I was reading an article that was saying that the resource that I'm using, Fight the New Drug, um, is not 100% correct. But they have this resource that I'm using, they have citations when they quote their facts or they state their facts. So I believe in this resource and I think it's really, really good. So yesterday I shared um, fast facts and there were some that really stuck out in my head because as an educator, I'm thinking, are we falling short on this? So there was a certain amount of kids that were stating that um, pornography was a helpful source to learn how to have sex. We need to kind of um, put our foot down on that, so to speak. That is not where you learn about sex. I always believe it should come in, you know, you should be taught about it within the home um the home unit or the family unit. But I know that that doesn't always happen. So the next thing is education. So in the health classes, I believe they start out at fifth grade talking about sex. So I'm hoping that people get a solid understanding about what sex is. When I was growing up, it was called making love. So I know, um, Society's different right now, and it's not quite um, sex or making love is not quite what it used to be years ago. I feel like um, this is just my opinion. Um, movies um, and songs, some popular songs. What people are exposed to at a young age desensitizes them to the value of a good, intimate relationship. So that's just my opinion. So I'm just going to emphasize that hopefully you learn it in health and that's what you take away when you're growing up. And if you're an older person um, and you're listening to this, you know what? Open those lines of communication. Communication is an amazing tool to actually conquer all the misinformation that is out there and shared on social media and um, movies, videos, and songs. So communication, excellent, excellent resource to clear up misinformation. Okay, so the other one that, um, the other fact that stood out was um, that a lot of kids believe porn was a realistic depiction of sex. 100% no. No, no, no. Um, it's fantasy. It's all fantasy. 
And remember the story I told you about, you know, last Thursday, Friday, the woman and her experience with her husband and he was addicted to pornography. And it's like, it's fantasy. It is not real. That's not what sex is. Because folks, you're going to be disappointed if you think that what you're seeing through the porn performers, if you think that's what sex is, Mm -mm. you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So check yourself with that. Research, learn, learn the real facts about sex and intimacy and a relationship. Just research all that. There's lots of information out there. Okay, now, so I'm going to talk about the addiction component because the information I read, other information I read, was that, um, no, porn's not really an addiction, and it is. It 100% is an addiction. It kind of sets off that ding, 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 ding in the brain. The dopamine um, chemical in our brain, it hits that up. And it's like, oh, man, this feels good watching this stuff. So it is 100% an addiction. Not everybody. Please, please, please understand. Not everybody gets addicted to pornography. Um, I can remember, actually, I just have to sidestep a little bit, um, talking about addiction when I was teaching and some kids did a, a report on Steve-O, who is a guy who kind of um, did all the different drugs. He's still living, but he did not get addicted to some of the drugs, which was freaking amazing because heroin's highly addictive, cocaine's addictive, methamphetamine is addictive. So... Not everybody gets addicted, but there are certainly people out there that because of the reward system in your brain that goes off when you watch pornography, they will continue to do that to make them feel good. Um, and the other thing I think about is um, there's alcohol addiction, there's narcotics addiction. Um, there's so many, there's financial addiction. You guys, there's crazy, um, gambling addiction. Now they have rehab centers set up for porn addiction. I looked up a bunch of them and it's like, okay, internet porn rehab, porn addiction treatment centers, Omega recovery center for porn addiction treatment, a uh, new faith-based approach for porn addiction recovery. There's a plethora of addiction recovery places out there. So it is an addiction, and that's how you have to look at it. Sometimes you'll just, oh, you'll get so frustrated, well, some people do, because the person who's addicted just keeps going back and going back, and if you're in a relationship with them, you feel not good enough. So that's just my chirping little my opinion. So <clears throat> one other fact I wanted to bring out, which was kind of interesting, was um, research shows that teen is one of the most consistently popular porn themes. And the theme in that and that this theme is becoming increasingly popular and includes the portrayal of underage characters. And I just had discussions with a friend of mine today about pedophilia and how some people are trying to normalize it. And again, I have strong opinions about certain things, but I can tell you 100% that I don't look down on people. I help. I listen. I encourage. 
Um, I'm not a judger. 100%. I do not, like, I take people for how they are and accept them. So um, I disagree with pedophilia. I don't think that it is a, what is it called, um, minor attracted persons disorder. That's not it, people. That's not it. But again, that's that's a discussion for another day. Let's go back to the pornography. I understand with pornography that some people actually, they don't have money. So they turn to performing, porn performing. And if it's safe, you know what, and they're okay, um, then that's their choice. That's their choice. But I tell you what, when it starts intersecting with sex trafficking and they're forced to do things, that's when we say, hey, enough is enough. This shouldn't be out there. And the other thing is when porn starts to mold the minds of our young kids into unrealistic sexual fantasies, then we have an issue there. All right, I'm done babbling. I just kind of spoke from the heart, and then I'm going to have some closing remarks on Friday. Um, and I can't remember. I don't know where my notes are. Let's see. Oh, talking about cut the more controversy about pornography. We'll see if we'll go in that direction. Thank you. Thank you so much for hopping on. And if this is the first time you're listening, go ahead and hit follow so you can get notifications. Share. Share this podcast called Education Beyond the Classroom with your friends. Um, eventually, I'll get to more um, platforms, but I'm on Spotify right now. So share that out because I'm going to keep sharing some really interesting information. And always, always remember that learning truly is the essence of life. And you can learn anywhere and learn beyond those four walls of a classroom. All right. Thanks, you guys. And you take care of you. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out.